There are four basic rules to choosing your career. The work has to be the reward. An interesting career is better than a fun career. A career doesn't have to be a straight line and beware of unhealthy passions. My dream for you is to learn about how careers are built. Each interview shares some gems. Sit back and enjoy. Hi, welcome to Building Your Career. I'm your host, Janice Saunders, professional life coach and creator of the Confident Speaking Skills System that transforms you from a nervous speaker to a speaker who's confident. Today, we're gonna to be talking to Miss Tiffany Tucker. Tiffany is a leader in the field of information and technology and security, and she's gonna be sharing some gems with us about her career process. So welcome, Tiffany. Thank How you. are you today? I'm good, how are you? I'm doing okay. I mean, with everything that's going on, how are you doing? Where are you? Talk to us. Um, you mean like with everything that's happening? Just, yeah. Why not? Um, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Um, I think I had established some, some good resources and, and groups to let out any opinions I had and, you know, didn't have to deal with anything on my own. So I think, um, you know, having that support system has helped to deal with, you know, everything that uh, is happening. Where are you located, Tiffany? I'm in uh, Tampa, Florida. Tampa, Florida. See, I'm here in New York City and we're kind of removed from what's happening at the Capitol right now. Right. So it's different in Southern states, kind of like the, the information that we're, we're getting, you know, it's, it's just, a, it's, it's been a week. Happy yeah. New Year, you know? Thank you. Happy New Year. <laughs> I know. Well, let's let's get started because women in STEM is a big push right now. There are organizations and curriculum that are, you know, that's the focus. Young people and getting them involved in STEM careers. And you seem to be crushing it. <laughs> you know, that's the deal. You are crushing it. And I just want to know more about, you know, what made you go into computer science? Um, so, so I had an interest in computers at a very, very young age. Um, you know, when they ask kids, what do they want to be when they grow up when you're in kindergarten? Uh, for me, I had said that I wanted to be a computer worker. Um, didn't really know what that meant at the time. I think I just knew that I had a fascination with computers. Um, and so uh, throughout my life, um, I had opportunity to, to work with computers more and more. Um, the church that I attended, there was a woman there. Well, actually I took some classes at the church and it was computer classes and it's like Lotus Notes and, and DOS, um, stuff that they're not using today at all. And um, uh, I did so well in the class that they asked me to, to be an assistant. Um, and so a woman at church knew um, that I had a, a high interest in computers. And so she had asked me, or she had said to me basically, you know, if you are planning to go to college, um, one path that you should look into is computer science. Um, and so, you know, at the time, like I said, there, at the time there wasn't a field for cybersecurity. I don't even think that was on my mind at the time. Um, this, was, this was the way to, to lead into that path of getting into IT was gonna be computer science degree. 
You know, Tiffany, what, what I love about what you just shared is that you were able to just be interested in something because it's so rare that somebody finds something that they're interested in right away. And, right. you know, are, are given the tools right then and there as a young person to express that interest. And that, that was key because yeah. it, it opened up a relationship with you and a mentor. Correct. I mean, you know, I mean, your mom or your dad might've said, hey, why don't you get into computers or something? But it's different when, you know, somebody else takes an interest, right? Right. Did that, how did that, how did that land for you? Um, so, I mean, it, it was more so my role with her wasn't necessarily so much that she was a mentor per se, but she definitely led me down that path of um, looking into IT. Uh, period. Um, you know, I think one thing that you said that's important is kind of knowing where to start. And I think that um, that might be an area that people struggle with. Even when I talk to some adults today that are interested in getting IT, um, sometimes they don't even know where to begin. Um, and the field is so large and I, the career opportunities, it's, it's so much um, that you could be a, a programmer, um, you could be a soft, you know, software engineer, anything. Mm -hmm. And so I think that it's, it's good to at least know where to start. So, you know, I have to give her credit for at least getting me on that path of knowing where to begin. Of course. I mean, I, I, I give her a lot of credit for seeing a young person, a nugget in a young person and developing it right. because, you know, I, I, I feel like that's, that's our role, right. You know, as, as people who are now adults, our role is to see a nugget in somebody and help them to develop it. Right. Now we have a couple of people on who may want to ask some questions as we move forward. And you will definitely have the opportunity to ask Tiffany and myself some questions about her career journey. So stay, stay, stay tuned. I mean, I hope that you're enjoying the fact that she is sharing that, you know, someone took an interest. So look for people in your own life who, uh, who you might be able to talk to and develop a mentoring relationship with to help you kind of decide where to start. Because that, because the opportunities are endless, it seems like that can be a very confusing topic. Right. So I'm gonna, you know, throw this one out there because, you know, you brought it up. I mean, so how would you say that people think about deciding where to start? Um, I would say, because Ray, I'm a big researcher. Um, I love to, to research anything and everything. So I would say to, um, number one, find out what your, your strengths are. Um, also find out where, what your weaknesses are. And, um, and if it is the IT field that you're interested in to look into what the job opportunities are within IT. Right. So like for me, I didn't really know, you know, what I, what career I wanted to end up with. Um, but I knew the career that I didn't want to end up with. And so I kind of like started, started going like down that path. Um, Back into it. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, I ruled out what I, what I didn't want, um, to help me kind of hone in on what I, what I actually wanted to do. Um, so yeah, so I would definitely say to like research what the, um, different career options are out there. See which one matches what you're actually interested in. Um, 
look into what's required for that field, for that career path, because I think that's a lot of time. A lot of times people don't, you know, they think about a, a career um, and they don't look into what's required um, to be successful in that role. So um, I would also say to, to make sure that you not only know what you want to do, but what it will take to get the role and also be successful in it. Exactly. You know, you don't want to just start doing something. You don't have the qualifications or right. the credentials just yet. So that, 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 that gems are dropping. <laughs> gems are dropping. We're mining somewhere safely for gems right now. I need to have like a emoji or something. Diamonds. <laughs> when, I, when, I, when I get it all together and it's edited, I'm going to throw some in there. Because that's, that. I love it. I love it. I mean, we, you know, we were talking about people who impacted you and this, this woman who, you know, opened you up to computers was definitely somebody who made an impact, but were there any other uh, people in your life who made an impact in your career? Um, yeah. So I would definitely say my parents, um, my mom, because she is a, a big researcher um, and she definitely gave me that courage to know that I could tackle um, anything. Mm -hmm. um, nothing was too big or too small for me. Um, my dad, um, you know, he got me involved in like uh, so many different things around the house. Um, and, I, and the reason why I think that was important is because um, I'm not too shy to get my hands dirty and kind of like dig in the trenches, so to speak. Um, you know, in terms of like not being afraid to, like I said, get my hands dirty, the independence, um, being ambitious, um, and willingness to try new things, I would attribute that to my parents. And I think that that definitely played a, a major role in who I am today. Well, that, that says it all because it just says the role of parents is important. And you know what I, what I found to be interesting about what you said and what I love about it is that, listen, Sometimes people will let you know that they see you and they say, oh, you have this interest? Let me throw you right in it, you know, and don't be afraid to get in it. They had right. you doing things, getting your hands dirty, you know, you know what, here, try that. And gave you the opportunity for, for positive and for a, for a failure. Yeah. For something good to happen and for maybe it not to work out and for it to all be safe. Correct. In a yep. safe environment where the risk is low. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And, that's, and that's really, that's really a good thing, you know, that, uh, that, that you had that. So tell, tell us a little bit about, you know, what you thought you, you touched on it a little bit, you know, when you're in college and you're thinking about starting your career, you have this idea of what it's going to be like. What was your idea of what your career was going to be like in computer science? And what is it really? You know, what's your career like as a real, you know, director of, you know, cybersecurity? Um, so I would say before college, um, I didn't really have an idea of what it was going to be like, because I think at that time, um, and even during college, my focus was just getting my foot in the door, right? So I didn't really have like, you know, oh, I know I want to be a tech support person or I know I want to be um, an engineer. I think that um, back then your option was computer science as a degree. Mm -hmm. um, and then from there, you, you, you kind of made your way through, right? So um, during college, um, like I said, no 
vision on what I thought I would be doing, right? And then I would say maybe like my junior, senior year, um, and again, this kind of goes back to the research thing. I feel like, you know, I, I can't say it enough, um, is that I would look into what a day in the life would be like in that role. So I would like Google, um, you know, what it is to be a security administrator or an IT support. What, what is it like to be so-and-so? What is it like to be X, Y, Z? Um, so if I did have any expectations back then, it was based on what I like researched. Um, it's definitely not like, so my favorite movie as a kid is called Hackers, right? And so it's this like over-dramatized um, uh, show movie about hacking and how like yep. cool it looked. And, you know, I was so into it. Like, oh man. I remember like, that movie. Yeah, like, so <laughs> I was like, oh man, you know, I really want to do that. I don't do anything close to that <laughs> at all. Um, I could have gotten into a field for that. Right. But I, I think that um, during my career, I had an opportunity to hold many different roles um, in IT. You know, I was a network administrator. I was tech support. I, you know, did project management, IT management, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that it gave me a unique opportunity to figure out um, where I wanted to be um, in my career. And, you know, when I went for my master's and I, I studied IT administration and security, um, that's where I, I really started to kind of look towards the security field. Mm -hmm. And then I ended up getting a job um, as a, uh, or sorry, I started as a professional services engineer at this one company and they decided to start a cybersecurity division. Um, that's when I really got into the cybersecurity role of it. But in terms of like just IT and, and even with security, you know, outside of me doing my research to see what the day in the life was like, um, I never really like envisioned, I knew I was a people person. I knew I liked to talk. I knew I wanted to be front facing. Um, and I figured, you know, whatever role I went into would be something that encompassed that. Um, and I also had a, a, a liking towards um, leading, leadership. So, um, you know, I, I felt like eventually my role would lead towards that. I never thought it would be director. I gotta say, I like, you know, I never, I never um, thought I would be in a director position, but I'm extremely thankful for it. Um, I love the, the role, but yeah, like I, like I said, I didn't really have any specific visions per se outside of my research. Interesting because you know, some people feel like, oh, they start out with they're, they're going to be in the C-suite. You know, <laughs> they're like, that's where I'm going. And it's, it's interesting that, and that's going to be a next step for you. You know, I, I, I definitely hear that in your thinking and how you're strategically placing yourself. And you've had a lot of different roles. And right. that is a way to strategically, you know, move people up in leadership within mm -hmm. companies. You need people that are in the leadership that have had a lot of different roles and know what's supposed to be done. Right. And that, that's a, a great, uh, you know, career, you know, breadth of information that you do have. And now you've dug, you're digging deep in a particular area right now, one that you really enjoy. Correct. And you know where it fits in all the other areas. Correct. So, and that, that develops leadership and confidence within you because you, I can see it, you know, right the way you rolling with it. This is, this is, your, <laughs> this is your thing. And don't think I'm not going to find places for you to speak to. 
Oh. <laughs> I'm connected to girls' organizations. They will, you will, you will be hearing from me. That is awesome. And, and I want them to hear from you because, you know, women in STEM in, you know, because Hackers was in Silicon Valley, wasn't it? It was mm -hmm. set in Silicon Valley. I don't, honestly, I don't know. I don't know, I get the feeling that, you know, and I'm thinking about Silicon Valley too, when I think about technology and, right. and all of this and, and people have an idealized view about what it is. You know, yeah. but what you're saying is, listen, this is where, how I started. Yeah. I started and I had all of these different jobs. And then I found that I liked this particular role after I got my master's. So there was education, there was experience, there was more education, and then there was even more different experiences and now leadership. Yeah, and, and one thing I wanted to add um, is that when I graduate, I think something that happens with people is they get discouraged because they don't get a job in that field right away. Um, and I actually started out in, um, at a, a technology sales company. I was an inside sales rep. Mm -hmm. um, but when I started there, I kept my eye on the prize, as they say. Mm -hmm. um, I always knew that I, I wanted to, to stay in technology, um, kept my, my ear to the ground to hear if they had openings. And it was almost like, you know, sometimes you just got to get your foot in the door at a company. It's a lot of companies like to hire from within. And mm -hmm. so that was my mindset was that, you know, I'm not where I want to be right now, right. but I'm not going to forget where I want to be while I'm getting there. And, and another great thing about that is that the company had the role that you desired in it. You start one place, you get promoted to the role you desire. Right. You know, so, and I do, I do agree with you that a, a lot of people get discouraged that they don't get the dream job mm -hmm. right after they get that, you know, spend that chunk of money on that education, <laughs> you know, and then they're like, what? <laughs> and you got to go to the side to kind of go, yep. go left to where you want to go. And in that journey, you know, is a lot of gold. Yeah. But, and another thing, you know, my big thing is being able to say yes to opportunities. Mm -hmm. And, and that's what it seems like you've set your career up to be able to do is you kept your eye out. Yeah. You didn't, oh, you didn't wallow in the disappointment of, you know, not getting that that golden job right away. You mm -hmm. said, you know what? I know it's there for me. I'm going to build this base of good experience and good, uh, and I'm sure you were a great salesperson because you're a great front facing person. How did that go? Well, that's the thing too, right? Like, um, so uh, I don't know if my little brother's on, but um, <laughs> I've been talking with my little brother. He's kind of, you know, in that, that same boat of, of trying to um, get, get into his field you know he just graduated he's trying to get into his field it's not looking promising etc um but you have to be your best advocate right like you have to um sell yourself um you know it, and and that's that's what really not to say that education doesn't matter i'm not saying that at all but like you know personality all that you have to vouch for you there's no one else in that room with you when you're interviewing but you and so the only person that's going to sell you is yourself um so yeah no that is that is the number one hurdle that i work with young people in is the fear that they have at selling themselves and their skill set yeah 
it really does paralyze people. So little brother, if you're on, slide into my DMs and don't worry about it. You can find me. You let me know who you are and we can talk. Okay. Because it is not easy. No. That makes you sweat and you have a lot of fear around it. Yeah. And I think the confidence um, and no matter what you do speaks volumes, you know, like people can, can tell um, that you know what you're talking about. They can sense it like like (laughs) Spidey sense, I'll tell you. And they also can sense if you're ready to take on leadership. Oh yeah. In your your professional presence. Correct. They can tell. The one thing I was going to say too um, is, um, is to definitely take initiative, right? Like um, the one thing that I think has helped me advance in my career the way that it has is that um, um, I take initiative. You know, um, I know some people that will, you know, only do what's asked of them, right? And even if you see something wrong or can make a recommendation, you say nothing. And um, I've learned throughout all this time that I've, I've you know, in my professional career is that um, it really sets you apart from the rest of the pack is if you, you, you take initiative, because, you know, the job will notice, um, they have noticed, and, you know, I'm speaking from experience, they have noticed. So I definitely think taking initiative goes a long way. That was another gem. That was, <laughs> that was another diamond that we just blew up right here, because that's how you maximize an opportunity. You know, yeah. once you get in, you know, you've made, you've, you're doing the job. Now, how do you because everybody else is trying to get move up too. Yep. How do you maximize that opportunity and start to set yourself apart? And I couldn't have said it better. You know, taking initiative is something we talk about in, in the system that I teach the confidence speaking skills success formula. This system has three sections. One is building confidence, learning how to communicate. And the other one is connecting. And once you get that opportunity, how do you connect and continue to maximize that opportunity? And taking initiative is a big part of that. Right. And speaking skills and taking a leadership on pre- presentations and you know that type of activity, which is easy for you. Because wow. you know, <laughs> right. But but that's what I'm saying. When young, when folks are just starting out, they may not have that, you know fire under them and that confidence and and working on that is a is a real part of building your professional base you know um one thing i was also going to say too is um when it comes to like my library i don't have a library i have like a bin of books right but um my bin of books um are a lot of like self-improvement books and um you know whether it's about leadership time management dealing with change um, you know, I, I had this um, appreciation or love for just improving myself, I guess. Um, but yeah, I think that that also was, uh, is important to me, um, is to make sure that I'm always improving and growing. And I think that, you know, that's important for just people in general, especially in the IT field. The IT field is definitely one where you need to, to have a pulse on what's happening. It's an ever-changing um, career, or it's an ever-changing industry, I, sh- I should say. Um, and so, you know, it, it's important for you to stay competitive um, in your field, 
Yeah. And to, con- like I said, to continue to grow. I mean, like, like uh, for me right now, right? Like I'm already the director, but, um, and it's not like my job is asking me to get certified in XYZ at this point, mm-hmm. but, but personally, I want to do it. Um, number one, you know, my job, anything could happen tomorrow, right? <laughs> so I'm also not only just professionally to have that, that title behind my name or that certification behind my name, but to also just keep yourself um, uh, competitive, to stay competitive in the field as well. Again, ready to say yes to that next opportunity level. What are you, what are you uh, thinking about doing the Six Sigma? No, um, so it's uh, the CISM, um, it's the Certified Information Security Manager. Okay. Um, so yeah, so that's one certification that I'm looking at getting. Again, that'll allow you to say yes to that next opportunity, Correct. you know, which even it's going to be even easier for them to say, Tiffany's who we want. Right. You know, so that's, that's the kind of initiative that I see you taking. And, and believe me, everybody doesn't do it. No, no. You know, you're in the field, you know, we've been out here, we've been in corporate America for a minute. We know there are people that just do what they're, what they are, are, you know, tasked to do and that's it. Right. And they're going to expect the same thing, but they're not going to get that outcome. Right. You know, and each of you that's on this call today, you know, I want you to really see how strategic Tiffany has been, you know, about her career. You know, it doesn't just happen that you become a director. You know, you have to be strategic. Yeah. You know, even in, in I'm sure in, in terms of, uh, you know, creating mentorships within your, uh, within your field. How has, how has that been a factor in your growth? Um, so when I got promoted to director of cybersecurity, they added one individual to my team. Um, and then when I got promoted to um, director of technology, in addition to cybersecurity, I gained um, three directs and about seven or eight indirects. And so um, it's been great, right? Because um, as I work with, these guys um, with the with the people on my team, um, I see a lot of like some of the things that I used to do, mm-hmm. um, and it makes me feel good to like be able to share that advice with them, um, or share share with them ways in which you know they could think about things differently or take you know different approaches to to a task that they might be dealing with, or when like that light bulb goes off, yeah. you know, it, it's very satisfying. So. Um, yeah, it's, I, I love it, actually. Um, I, I really like it a lot. I, I, I can see. I mean, and, and this is what, I mean, you know, when you're building a career, you don't just want something that's, you know, fun for the moment. Correct. What I've seen you do is build something that's interesting to you for the journey yeah. that, that you can grow with because the field is growing. It's, it's never going to be dull because it's always changing. Well, so one thing I can say is, um, even though the field is, is changing, you may end up at a job where they're not changing with it, right? <laughs> and so I, there was one point in my career where I actually questioned like staying in, in IT and thought about being a, a psychologist, right? Um, but uh, obviously that, that didn't happen. But um, I say that to say, you know, that's also a part of the process of kind of like 
knowing what you're interested in and, and um, the job being satisfying to you. Um, yeah, I think that, that that also plays a key role because you know think the, the industry does change, but the job may not. Right. Um, and so that's also something that you know you have to consider as well. And right now they're marrying technology and psychology with these different applications. So there may be, you know, I mean, there's just a marriage of technology with so many different fields that you can take your interest wherever you want to go with it almost. Yeah, definitely. That, that's for sure. Well, you know, I love Michelle Obama. She is, you know, she's my queen. And <laughs> I have to say her book made an amazing impact on me. I mean, one of the things that I love the most about her book was the fact that she said, I'm still trying to figure out what I want to be when I grow up. And it just led me to, be, it, just, it just was a, hey, you don't have to decide when you're, you know, 22, you know, what you're going to be doing for the rest of your life. It's unfair. Right. You know, it's unfair to even go there. So how does that land for you? Um, so, I mean, I think that it's a, it's a very common phrase, um, that people say, and I kind of tie it back to, you know, finding your passion. Um, I think that that's something that, um, I'm not gonna say I know everybody in the world, but I'm going to say, I feel like it's not common, um, for people to, to, to do their passions, right? Like you, you kind of get stuck in whatever's paying the bills, right? Um, and then I also think that, you know, people's interests change. Um, mm -hmm. so you're, you may be reconsidering a, another career path, um, cause the possibilities are endless. You could be a chef, you could be a firefighter, you could be a doctor, you could be a, a videographer. Um, so I think that like, because there's so many areas of so many areas, um, that you can get into as a career, even with video gaming industry. Now, I think that that in the. I don't even know how many years now, but that's been, that is a very booming field. Mm -hmm. So I think that, you know, it's almost like difficult sometimes for people to, 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 to say this is it, right? Um, because the possibilities are endless. I would say for myself, um, when it comes to like the IT field, uh, um, cybersecurity is where I belong. Um, you know, I, sometimes I think I wanna own a restaurant. Sometimes my friends will be like, you should be a researcher for people. Um, but I really do enjoy cybersecurity. I think it's that like perfect marriage for me between like, you know, I love law and order SVU. So, um, and I always wanted to be that person, you know, helping them solve a case or whatever. Um, so I think like cybersecurity was that perfect marriage for me. Mm -hmm. Um, will that interest change? It could, right. But for right now, I think as far as like where I want to be, this is it. I, I, I just think that you're, so many of those things resonated with me. You know, one is not a lot of people get to work in their passion. You know, they find something that, you know, starts paying the bills and then they get caught in that and they never get out of it into their passion. Right. And I can say, you know, just, you know, as a side note for me, that, that might've been a little true for me. I, I wanted to be a magazine publisher years ago and I didn't get a job in it or I don't remember like what the full thing that happened, but I got a job working in pharmaceutical sales with Pfizer and ended up being a really good opportunity for me 
and I and it wasn't what I wanted to do, but it was in line with my kind of values. So I can see how I stayed in it for a period of time. Right. And so and I learned a lot about communication, which took me to teaching speaking skills because I find that it's a skill that you can learn and that that job helped me learn that skill and that skill has been very valuable to me so I, I want to teach that skill so you know it might not have been what I wanted to do mm-hmm. but it ended up really fueling me into what is my passion which is kind of being a resource for young people and so it, it, it kind of ran in parallel so I definitely hear what you're saying with that you know it's just not everybody gets to do their passion, but while you're not doing your passion, you're probably learning skills mm-hmm. that can be transferable into your passion if you decide to take that leap or right. you figure out what your passion is. Right. And one thing I was going to say is also, um, you know, being open to opportunities like, you know, yourself, because you really don't know um, what you like how much that role is going to impact future roles, right? There's, there's always a, a, a learning experience and opportunity to learn in, in any situation. Um, right. So, yeah, I mean, like, like you said, even if you're not doing it now, there's something in that role that could benefit you. Exactly. And just keying in on that. Right. And that might be a skill that you, you need to develop. Correct. So, I mean, it's just career is such a big thing. And, you know, I don't know about you, but I'm from the Bronx. I'm an inner city girl. And, you know, my parents had careers, but I mean, like we didn't just sit around and discuss how the career is going, you know? (laughs) So, I mean, I like had no idea about what career meant. And that's a lot of young people are in that position today where there's nobody to really discuss career with except the one career counselor that has like 60,000 people to talk to. So that's why I decided to start doing these particular uh, conversations because, hey, you can listen to how a young lady has done this career successfully and see what you can get from it. So that's you know kind of how that kind of came about. Awesome. So lastly, what is some advice you have for our participants today? We got a few people and, you know, after start formulating your questions, uh, participants, because you can put them over in the chat and uh, we'll be able to answer your questions, you know, as after, you know, when we get to that section. So just start formulating them and putting them in the chat. So advice. Um, I would say um, learn to accept constructive criticism. Say that again. Uh, learn to accept constructive criticism. Oh, yes. Um, because, you know, we always have, uh, there's always an opportunity to grow. Um, you know, we don't know everything. And so, you know, I would, and it's not necessarily bad when someone is critiquing something that you're doing. Um, so yeah, definitely learn to accept, um, constructive criticism. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say, uh, know your worth is a big one. Um, you know, recently, or not even recently, I would just say in, in my career, I've been in those positions where I was, you know, compared to male counterparts was paid less. And so, you know, because of that situation, I kind of promised myself that I would not allow myself to be in that situation again. 
Um, so, you know, if ever salary negotiations come up, I research the, again, research, um, I research, uh, you know, what is an expected salary for someone in that role, that experience, that background, et cetera. Um, and that way you can go into salary negotiations well-informed. Um, so definitely say know your worth. Um, I would say research the jobs that you're interested in. You know, if there's a, a career path that you're interested in, in going down, see what is required for it. Um, you know, in these, uh, I, I joined Clubhouse, um, which is that new social media platform um, where it's like a live podcast. And I've joined um, several conversations about getting into the IT field. And I've come across people that were just picking any and every like certification out there. Um, and was like, you know, should I get into this? Should I get into that? And they were asking me, you know, what, what certification should I get? And for me, I feel like, I don't know what job you want, <laughs> right? right. <laughs> so, like, I don't wanna tell you, you need to get certified in X, Y, Z outside of like some of the base ones but any like specialty ones, I don't know what to tell you because I don't know what you want to be. So um, I would definitely say know what you want to be um, or have an idea of what you want to be and then look into what um, that job requires. You know, look up job postings, you know what I mean? See what they're asking for from experience wise, um, certifications, degrees, et cetera. You know, definitely familiarize yourself with that. Um, I would say, uh, don't be afraid to make mistakes. Um, you know, there's learning opportunities always within mistakes, um, just as long as you learn from them. Um, but yeah, don't be afraid. Um, don't get too comfortable. Um, yeah, don't, don't get too comfortable in a position um, because things can always change and always be prepared um, and, and that kind of ties into what I was saying earlier about always improving yourself um, and don't get complacent. Always look to, to, to do better and be better. Um, and then lastly, and this was actually said during uh, one of the clubhouse calls was um, to know when it's time to leave. And um, I don't think that I personally, like when, she, when the person said it, it like really hit me because that's a, that's a really important um, that's really important in, in general, because sometimes, you know, you stay somewhere where it's not, uh, um, you're not growing professionally um, and it might not be um, fulfilling you professionally or fulfilling you personally. And so, you know, establish what your criteria is um, for, for like a job that's satisfying to you, right? And once that job is no longer satisfying your needs because you know you're you're giving something to them but you should also be getting something out of it right like whether it's a personal growth professional growth whatever and if it's not feeding that then you may want to seek other opportunities or you may say to your boss like look you know i'm actually interested in this particular project you know and they could make that opportunity happen for you potentially um so it may not even be a matter of you got to leave but know when it's time to either make some changes and or leave. And I think that's it. That was an earful. <laughs> that was that was like about that was like ten pieces of advice. That's a book, <laughs> Tiffany, right there. But you know, I will be uh, taking a few of those, curating them, and 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 just posting them with your credit to them because I have to say this has been a really amazing 
conversation about your career. So I'm gonna, you know, I don't see anyone typing anything into the chat in terms of questions. Does anybody have a question? There's a hand raised, hold up. Was that you, Tiffany, that raised your hand or? I don't, I don't no. think so. Oh, I see. I don't know what I just did there. Does anyone have a question? Oh, oh wait a minute, I see a hand raised. Candace, would you like to ask a question? Can you type it in the chat? Or would you like to? Sure, okay. I just saw this button that says allow to talk, but I don't wanna go messing around with stuff. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm not even gonna go there. <laughs> While you're typing, Candace, Ivy has this question. What do you do to a mentor incoming, to mentor incoming IT young professionals in the field as a supervisor? Thank you, Ivy, for that question. Did you hear it, Tiffany? I, I did. Okay. <laughs> um, well, I'll, I'll, I guess I'll look at it as like the, the gentleman that joined my team. Um, cause this was probably, I would say his second job in it. Um, so, you know, I think it was important for me to assess what he wanted to do, um, what his goals were in the field, um, or what ideas that he had in the field. And so, um, I, I took the time and I continually take the time to work with him and make sure that, um, um, I'm helping him develop his skills that he would like. And I would recommend training. Um, you know, there's a, there's actually a website that I use called Cybrary and Cybrary offers um, training and it has labs, um, vi yeah, video um, trainings, labs, um, documents to help you kind of get the, get a feel for what might be involved in certain um, career paths or even like just the technology, if you wanna learn about the technology. It used to be free. Um, I think now if you sign up, it's like minimal cost, but um, yeah, like I, I think that I would um, definitely encourage them to, to look at the, the, the field and what interests them um, and then try and hone in on that and help them develop those skills and point them in towards the right resources. Thank you, Tiffany, for that and sharing about mentoring. And I, I just wanna add, you know, one thing about mentoring. And the thing about mentoring is that you need to ask a person to be your mentor, number one, to develop a formal relationship with that person. And then number two, you, the literature around mentoring suggests that it's the most powerful when it's developed around a skill. So you can say that, hey, Tiffany, you know, I'd really like it. You are excellent at X, Y, and Z project management. I'm getting, this is something that I'm working on. Can you, uh, would you, would you be willing to mentor me as I work on this particular skill? You know, so it, it, it's skill-based. And then you, she knows that you admire what she does. And you've seen that she does this really well. And it's something that you'd like to learn how to do and you ask her to guide you through that process. And then you'll have different places where you can practice that skill and get feedback from her along the way. So that's kind of 
you know, what the literature talks about in terms of developing a good mentorship, uh, a mentoring relationship and formalize it, you know, set up a meeting, set up a follow-up, do the homework, you know, that's that your mentor asks you to do and, uh, and come back and ask for more and take that initiative. So mentoring is a big, uh, is a big part of your career path, but it's not just a one-sided thing. Right. We got a couple more questions. Ooh, excited. Let's see. I have a daughter that's interested in STEM, but she gets teased. What advice would you give young girls who are interested in STEM? And in what ways can I support her? Um, what has been the hardest obstacle for you to overcome in the IT field as a, as a, as a woman? So you know, she gets teased. Right. That's just. Um, I would say, you know, in this field, it's still, it, there still aren't a lot of women. It's a still male dominated um, field. Ah. And so, um, you know, there are websites out there for young girls. Um, I think there's one called like Girls Who Code. Um, and you know, I don't, I don't know all of them off the top of my head, um, but I could definitely provide them afterwards. But I definitely know that there's one called Girls Who Code, um, and there's a lot of companies right now that are looking to get um, young minority minorities and women into um, STEM. Um, they actually have a term that I just came across on LinkedIn, LinkedIn called STEMinist, um, <laughs> where it's um, you know believing in and empowering women to be in the IT field and pushing women to be in the, the STEM field. Um, so I would say, you know, um, definitely get into the field. It is an amazing field. I, it's not going anywhere. Um, you know, the more that we get technology in our homes and, and businesses, et cetera, the career, the, the career is it's very lucrative and it's, it's going to be around for a very long time. Um, so I would say in terms of, you know, how to support her sites like Girls Who Code would be excellent because it's geared towards young people um, and helping them get into and giving that intro into the IT field. And uh, if I can piggyback on that, uh, Tiffany, Candice, thank you for that question. You know, I'm a mom also. And when we see our kids are interested in something and then they get teased about it, it's nothing that puts a pain in our heart more than that but you're doing the exact thing that makes sense, which is finding out how to support her. And Girls Who Code, I've done some work with Girls Who Code, some speaking with them with some of their high school and older young ladies who participate in that program. Black Girls Who Code is also a national organization. They have younger programs. And I don't know where you're located, but if you can just go into my DMs and and let me know where you are. We can help, I can definitely help you find some place where she can have an outlet and be supported because so many places have a STEM focus mm-hmm. and uh, are, supporting, are supporting young people in those ways. And, uh, and the first support is from mommy, mommy right. and daddy first support. And then the last part of that question, Tiffany, was what's been the hardest obstacle, being that it's a it's a male-dominated world. Um, I think sometimes people underestimate your uh, capabilities as a female in the field. Um, 
a lot of times, like even when I was in college, there may have been like one or two females in the class. Um, you know, I, I used to attend for COVID, um, used to attend a lot of conferences. And even then, um, there was, I mean, there was females there, but it was still definitely a male dominated area. Um, so I would say like, um, almost, I don't want to say establishing a name for myself, but getting people to, uh, acknowledge and, 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 um, can't get the word for it, but like, uh, know that I knew what I was talking about, um, and trusted me, um, trusted my, my expertise, trusted my opinion. Um, and I would say that, you know, I think that, that at one, I did have one position where I felt like I wasn't getting the respect that I, I deserved. Um, not only just a female, but somebody in, in it and, um, you know, I have to say that where I am at now, this is probably like the most respected um, job that I've ever been at where they, they make me feel like I count, I matter, my opinion matters. Um, so yeah, so I think that like just stepping in a room full of men and not being afraid to speak up um, and ask questions and not thinking that what you're about to say is going to sound dumb or um, they're going to look at you funny or judge you um that was definitely something that I had to to learn and now that you know I've been in it for a while now I don't really care anymore you know like I, I know I know I know my stuff um but that was definitely uh tough in the beginning and the only way to kind of know you know your stuff is to break out mm -hmm. and start talking yep. because then you realize that I'm in this game I know what I'm talking about or, or you also realize that they don't know what they're talking about. I was just, that, that was my <laughs> next thing. You realize you up here and they're down here. <laughs> yeah. And that's, you know, you want, you don't want to say that that's, that's, uh, you know, that's the deal, but I have to say, we, we, we know that that's possibly the deal. You know what I mean? So I appreciate, okay. From New Jersey. Okay. But Candace, please reach out to me in my, in my DM so that we can, we can stay connected. So I'm looking to see if there are any other questions right now. Does anybody have any other questions quickly to, um, not even quickly, but if you want to ask Tiffany, this has been, it's just been really great getting to know you. I am just so impressed by your career, your enthusiasm, the joy that you have with your life and career. It's obvious, it's, it's plain to see. But what I love is that you bring your whole self to everything. <laughs> and you know, I, I can't let it go by without noticing that this, this beautiful bow tie that you have on, <laughs> you have to share a little bit about it. Um, sure, so actually, um, this is my, uh, my nerdy bow tie, as I call it. Um, this is a, uh, um, it's actually made from computer parts. Um, so someone that I know used to make, um, I used to make bow ties, ties, et cetera, from old computer parts. So that's, I think this is from like either the motherboard. Um, so yeah, it's my bow tie. So what I, what I love about it is that you can bring your whole self, you know, and did you feel like you could bring your whole self in the beginning or did you work up to bringing your whole self? Um, I would say I worked up to it, mm -hmm. definitely. Um, 
and I think that that you know that develops over time. Um, at the whole like confidence thing and mm -hmm. and and not being afraid of who you are and accepting who you are and being comfortable with who you are. Um, so yeah, it, it, it's built up definitely over the years. I, I asked you that, you know, not as a setup, but just so if there are young folks who are just starting out who are listening to this conversation, recognize that you're you're not gonna be your 10 or 15 years out in your career self today. Yeah. You're not, you gotta work up to that. Yeah. And whoever you're interviewing with and whatever company that you're starting with, they know that. Mm -hmm. And they have an expectation of you where you are Correct. in your career as in just starting out. Correct. And over time, you'll be better able to bring that confident self to your workplace, to your life. And, and Tiffany is a great example of how that's done, you know, and just, I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Tiffany for uh, sharing with us today. And don't worry, I'm going to get you involved in some organizations and doing some speaking virtually about careers in STEM. And because I don't want to be the only person that sees you and these, <laughs> I want more people to know who you are I and know your career and look at you and say, Hey, I can do that too. Right. And I thank you for the gems that you've dropped. And I appreciate all of you who have joined this evening and, you know, just ask that if you're not following me on Instagram at the real Janice Saunders, please do follow me for more tips and tools about speaking skills, building confidence, communication, and connecting for opportunities. And Tiffany, I'm gonna leave the last words for you. Oh man. Um, follow your dreams. Um, yeah, I don't know if I could just, you know, definitely follow your dreams. Don't give up hope, um, no matter what it is that you want to be in in life, um, stick to it. You know, even if there's hurdles or, or obstacles that may come your way um, and you may have to start from scratch, just as long as you don't give up, that's the most important part. And, you know, thank you, Janice, for this opportunity. You're um, very welcome. <laughs> you are extraordinarily welcome. And it has been a complete joy for me. And good night. And I look forward to hearing from each and every one of you. Have a great day. I hope each of you enjoyed this webinar and learned a few gems you can use on your professional journey. For more inspiration and information to build the career of your dreams, follow me on Instagram at The Real Janice Saunders. Until then, be busy being who you want to be and living a lifestyle that suits you just fine.